Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear from dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 189 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI Mouse Fan Travel and My Happy Place Jewelry. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we're here again to talk about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. I have had a slow, quiet week doing nothing much but uh, watching some movies and doing some work while my wife was out of town. Carly, what have you been up to? Same. I've been in my uh, my binge-working hole. Uh, I did get out Typing twice. cat. Typing yes, cat. Exactly. I mean, I thrive like this. I like to, like, travel and then just go into a hole for, like, weeks and get everything done. I did get out to go to Carowinds to see some of the uh, 50th anniversary stuff. Yes, and we will be talking about that a little yes. later for sure. Yes, the merch is so good. I had, like, no self-control. Um, and then I also saw the Mario Brothers movie. As did I. That was one of the movies that I caught up on this week. Did you see it in 3D or 2D? 3D. And Me it too. Was, I haven't seen a movie in 3D since uh, the Charlie or the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory movie. Like it's been a, a minute. long time ago and it made me sick. So I was oh. nervous about this. But I'm happy to say I was fine. I would say it was like 3D light. It's not like yeah. an attraction in a theme park where they're coming all out. You. It, 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 was, it was good depth. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it gave everything a kind of sense of weight and dimension, but uh, it, it wasn't uh, like Muppet Vision 3D. No, thank uh, God. Yeah, um, I yeah. loved it. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was a perfect 90-minute movie. It was like what a movie should be like in the 90s, you know, when we get right to the point. It was cute. I loved it. I, I got to say, I saw it in a matinee in a, a mostly empty theater, um, yeah. and I, I laughed out loud, like, to the point where I probably annoyed the six other people several times just getting the references to old uh, Nintendo games, uh, that alone I thought was was worth it. Yeah, loved it, great. <laughs> and recommend. on the completely opposite end, uh, if you like a good horror movie, I gave, I give a severed thumbs up to Evil Dead Rise. Uh, if It doesn't have Bruce Campbell and Ash, but if you like uh, the, the early Evil Dead, like the original uh, mm -hmm. and the 2013 remake, I thought it was, uh, it was, it was, it was solid. Nice. All right. Well, uh, now that we're caught up on our movie going, I think without any further ado, it's time for us to dive into the news. We are starting out at Walt Disney World, which is now joining Disneyland in celebrating the Disney 100 anniversary. Uh, you got new photo backdrops at the parks uh, and more. Yeah, interesting. I Not a lot more, to be honest. Right. <laughs> Not a lot more. Not a lot more, yeah. I... The, the signs are, the 100 in front of the Magic Kingdom entrance is like the most bizarre one because it's just overwhelmed by everything else, like uh -huh. even landscaping, it just looks so small. Actually, I was at uh, Animal Kingdom on the 22nd, uh, Animal Kingdom's uh, birthday, yeah. and uh, they had set this up. Uh, and so I got a, a snapshot of uh, the one in front of Animal Kingdom. Uh, so if, if you like this Disney 100 logo, uh, you can 
snap a picture in front of it. Um, I mean, let, let's let's be honest. We we're not getting wondrous journeys here. We're not get even getting World of Color one. Right. Um, you know, Disneyland got got the cool toys uh, when the celebration kicked off back in yeah. January. But we are getting a new light show update on Spaceship Earth. Yes, this is obviously the biggest news out of all of this. So many mm -hmm. of us love the fun that they have been doing on Spaceship Earth from the yeah. Muppets. This looks incredible and it's going to, you know, pay homage to, you know, just all those little Disney things we love, like the balloons that they sell on Main Street. I mean, I think this is going to be really cute. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I believe the Spaceship Earth thing was originally part of the Beacons of Light yep. that was created mm -hmm. for the 50th anniversary. And the 50th anniversary is now officially over and no one really noticed that it ended even. <laughs> it kind of ended with a whimper. But I'm glad that they uh, kept this, uh, that they, they are continuing this uh past the 50th anniversary because that's it's probably the best holdover that we had from the 50th. oh absolutely and then of course the other big thing is we're going to get to see mickey and minnie in their yes. platinum outfits yeah they look very okay. snazzy yes. um epcot uh is definitely going to have a photo op with these folks but they haven't yet uh given us details on exactly when and where we're going to be able to do that nope. um we do know that uh as of may 1st which is today uh food and beverage offerings celebrating the 100 are out uh and uh kind of the headliner is this adorable petite cake at amaret's patisserie in disney springs yeah this, uh, this looks really nice i mean their cakes are always like works of art but mm -hmm. I don't know, something about the coloring with this it looks really cute yep and uh there is of course merchandise uh the uh, probably the headliner on eBay will be the uh, Cinderella popcorn bucket. Uh, that's exclusive at the Magic Kingdom. Um, but there's a lot more stuff uh, that's coming out. Right. I, I like this color scheme. So, you know, if you want to get like yep. a new tumbler cup, it has all the, you know, the regular mainstays of the merch line. But of course, yep. that Cinderella bucket is going to be, yeah. Yeah, you know, in recent years, we, we get like a new color scheme every 12 to 18 months. It was it was rose gold for a long time. Uh, it was iridescent or whatever. Now we're going with this purple, um, which I kind of like. I like it too, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, characters. So Yes, can't have a celebration without no. characters. Um, uh, still not specific details on exactly who is going to be where and when. Uh, but you might be seeing these guys in their snazzy new outfits popping up at the resort hotels. Oh, yes. I love when the little character bus comes to the resorts. It's such an like unexpected moment yeah. of joy, you know. Almost makes those inflated room prices worth it. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> or, or you could just, you know, hang out on the lawn at the boardwalk and they come there. <laughs> yeah, that works too. That works too. All right. Coming up next, the force is strong with the Disney parks because it is Star Wars month. May the 4th uh, is coming up in just a couple days and you can celebrate in the parks all month long with food, merch, experiences. And if you can find one of them, because they're going to go fast, a super cute uh, Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda sipper. Oh, this is really, really cute. Like I... I don't get in on the popcorn bucket and sipper trend unless I'm like, this I, I've, I've, I have no more room on like on top of my fridge, I on know. top of my shelves in the pantry. We are full up on popcorn buckets and sippers, but I would, 
I might have to make an exception for this. It is guy. really, really cute. I mean, if you can get it, I would just get it. And that was yeah. like what happened with me with the fig figment popcorn bucket. I'm like, I don't need this. And then a mobile time popped up, and I was like, and okay. like Oh, I do need it. Yeah, I do need it. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so hopefully, uh, uh, you will be able to find this through mobile ordering, uh, and we won't see repeats of the lines that we've seen for some of the the merchandise like this in the past. But um, that's not even the highlight of the. Uh, uh, Star Wars month celebration at Disneyland uh, for me if I was out there I am all about hypers yes fighters and lasers and I personally think it's uh, even better than the regular Space Mountain I agree I love hyperspace mountain um, I'll be out there in a few weeks and I will be in time to get to go on it again and I'm so excited uh, yeah, I, from what my understanding, this is running through all of May into the first week of June. I actually have an, a Disneyland annual pass that's blocked out starting about June 8th. And I was hoping to squeeze in a quick trip there, uh, the first week of June, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't booked any flights yet, so it might right. not happen. Um, <laughs> if I was to go though, I would also, uh, definitely be trying out some of the new food that they've got at Docking Bay 7 in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, they've, uh, been bringing in more and more vegetarian and, and vegan friendly dishes and this one certainly qualifies it's the temple root leaves and moss salad i don't think you're actually eating moss <laughs> uh, but it's uh salad greens brined vegetables roasted mushrooms fried potato noodles and an optional soy marinated soft boiled egg this uh, looks amazing and i have to it say it is so colorful it is beautiful. a gorgeous dish right uh docking bay seven has one of my favorite disney plant-based dishes the uh meatballs with that roasted oh yes like the kefta the, the pollution yeah. garden Felution. spread yes, yes it is so Love good it. all the food they do for the star wars celebrations whether it's like life day or this it's always really good Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, because it's like of all the menus, you know, they come out with a lot of limited time stuff, I guess, because it leans more savory than sweet. Because it's I feel like we get an overload of sweet dishes always. And these are some really good, just like savory dishes. Yeah. Um, on the sweet side, uh, the Katsaka's kettle in the Black Spire Outpost Bazaar is going to have a new sweet kettle corn mix with furikake. That's an interesting combination. Yes. Uh, and they were, they're also doing a savory sour cream and chive popcorn and a jelly fruit muffin. Um, the, the milk stands got a blue milk with strawberry and grape candy pebbles. Ooh, um, not my they, thing. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> and actually, uh, the last time I was there in Disneyland, I ate at Oga's Cantina. Uh, they have a giant soft pretzel with uh, like black salt that they don't have in Disney World. They totally should. Um, and, it is amazing. And amazing. this month, they're serving it with a special creamy honey mustard dip. Right. So, uh, uh, the cheese dip. You're going to have to try yeah. that out for me, for sure. I'm definitely trying that out. That it, It's like a it's a peak park soft pretzel. Absolutely. It's really, really good. It's, it's very generous portions, too, so you could share. Yeah. Um, and uh, on the sipper side, we already talked about uh, Grogu sipper, but there's also an acid spitter orb sitter. Why you would want to drink out of something that says it spits acid, <laughs> I don't know. But... Uh, it includes your choice of a fountain beverage, and this one is available both in Disneyland and you're going to be able to find that one in Disney World. Um, we could probably fill the whole show going right. through 
every single item that they've got. Uh, this is also a kind of a, it's a be fair to Florida kind of thing because Disneyland definitely has the majority of them. There's some stuff that's shared, like a Chewbacca cookie, yeah. you know, a Darth Vader cupcake. Right. Uh, you know, Hollywood and, um, Studios got the churros. That's probably the yeah. most Instagrammable thing is is the like oh, flavored churros. And I, uh, a lot of people love that death by uh, dark chocolate parfait thing with Darth oh, Vader on it, and yes. that's coming back to Galactic Grill at Disneyland. Yeah, uh, the one I thought was kind of interesting uh, is oh. at the Poly, uh, at the P Pineapple Lanai, the Dole Whip uh, yes. place. They're gonna have a gray vanilla soft serve. Uh, with mint and cookies and a little Millennium Falcon chocolate right. stuck in it. It looks good, uh, but I don't know the gray. Like it, gray I is it, not a good color for ice cream. That's my no. personal opinion. Well, I was like, is this gray stuff? What is this? Oh, well, try the gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> don't believe me? Ask, Ask the, the dishes. dishes. All right. Well, there is there's going to be some stuff at Disney Springs. The Ganachery has some really fancy looking Star Wars chocolates. Um, you know, uh, there is, there is stuff all throughout both resorts. Um, but I would say, uh, if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, uh, you're going to want to celebrate this one at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. Okay. Coming up next. Uh, we finally have confirmation of something that has been rumored for a while. The live action aerial from the upcoming remake of the little mermaid is going to be doing a meet and greet at Walt Disney World. Uh, she is going to be coming to the Walt Disney Presents, kicking uh, Monsters, Inc. out of their little area for a short while, um, while guests get to meet uh, the version of Ariel that's played on film by Halle Bailey. Yes, uh, I'm assuming this is going to be very, very popular. We knew this was coming. We don't know quite when, but guessed on the timeline of the film because the film comes out like may 25th ish mm -hmm. somewhere around there so i'm assuming before that you know mm -hmm. and uh this is a limited time offering this is not replacing the normal ariel um ariel still has her the cartoon version still has her ride in the magic kingdom um but uh this is a, a limited time opportunity to uh greet the new version of ariel um like you said may 26th is the date that that movie comes out um so we can assume that she's going to start on that day or somewhere slightly before mm -hmm. um we'll definitely let you know when she is spotted in the wild yes or in the ocean in the ocean <laughs> uh and the next story is more disney news this one in washington dc the National Museum of American History at the Smithsonian edition uh, launched its new exhibit April 28th, Mirror, Mirror, Reflections of American Stories in Disney Parks. And uh, one of our reporters got to be there and brought back some really interesting pictures and stories. Oh, yeah, I, I had so much FOMO when I saw these pictures because it really does look amazing. And just the concept of it is like, telling the history of our culture and how we've evolved through mm -hmm. our visits to parks. It, it's just such an interesting concept. And I'm really mad at myself for not submitting a photo when they put that call out, whenever that was. You remember? Yes. You, you might remember uh, that we talked a while 
back that they were soliciting uh, people to send in their family pictures, their vacation photos from all throughout the decades in, in the Disney parks for inclusion in this. Uh, and, you know, it's not just that they're showing these pictures, but they're kind of diving in and telling some of the stories. And I think what I like about this exhibit is, I, you know, I love the exhibits that Disney produces themselves. We've mm -hmm. talked about the thing they've got going on the Franklin Institute, but this right. is, this is not owned and run by Disney. They, they participated and they provided some stuff, but it's more fan driven and it's more driven by the, the people who attend the parks as, as opposed to people who made the parks or own the parks. Um, so you get stories uh, like, a, a biracial family from Texas whose uh, their marriage was illegal, but they were able to take a vacation at Disneyland um, or a Japanese family that had been interned uh, during World War II uh, going to Disneyland and meeting Walt and getting a photo with him. That one uh, really got me because it's yeah. like, no one remembers that there was concentration camps in California yeah. during yeah. this time. And for them to include that and just, seeing them and that that picture is amazing yeah. so i can only imagine what the rest of it's going to be like yeah <clears throat> and um you know you've got some of the, you've got things like the concept art and models uh that you see in all these kind of disney exhibits but also some more uh unique things um i'm a big fan of bob gurr uh mm -hmm. ever since i went to an event and he drove a monorail car out on stage that had a martini bar built martini, into it. Martini, yes. Yes, he has, his, his, his like, I guess it was, I don't know, built off of a golf cart or something, but he drives around a monorail with a martini bar oh. and sat there through the whole show drinking martinis. Um, but, you know, I became even a bigger fan of him uh, when I learned a little bit more of his history as uh, a gay man working uh, at Disney during, you know, from the 1950s on. Um, and then finally being able to uh, drive the Disneyland omnibus that he had built mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, Los Angeles Pride Parade a few years back. Um, and so kind of the a little bit of the history of how uh, Disney has finally embraced uh, its LGBTQ plus uh, employees and fans. Um, I think that's also a great story. Oh, yeah, that, that's amazing. I would love to see that. And then, of course, on the lighter side, some, you know, Mickey ears throughout the years. <laughs> <laughs> I What I love is that these aren't just Mickey ears that Disney pr produces. These are fan-made uh, mm -hmm. Mickey ears. And I know we've talked over the years about uh, some of the people on Etsy uh, who create uh, these amazing works that are sometimes that copied by Disney. Um, but it, it's great to see, uh, you know, the Smithsonian, that you know, this national institution paying homage to crafters and fans who come up with their own uh, Mickey ear designs. Right. So the Tokyo Disneyland cheeseburger ears I just bought are basically like investing in art, right? Because this is <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I you will be that. a it, it it should be in a museum, as Indiana Jones would say. Um, so, uh, and like other offerings throughout the museum, uh, this is a bilingual exhibit in both English and Spanish. Uh, and there's all sorts of QR codes to if you want to dig into the stories. We've got a, a video about it on our YouTube channel. Um, and you can visit AmericanHistory.si.edu slash mirror dash mirror if you want more information about this fascinating exhibit. Um, I am not sure exactly how long this is going to be on display. 
but uh, I am just hoping that I can uh, get out there, maybe combine it with a visit to Williamsburg for uh, the dark coaster, right? Oh, God, we keep saying that. I, do have to go. I know. I'm like, now I've been looking at all the stuff with dark coaster. It looks amazing. Yes. Perfect little bundled weekend. All right. And uh, speaking of perfect weekends, I know that you just had a great trip to Carowinds, which is celebrating their 50th anniversary. They've added fireworks. They've added drones. They've got a brand new land that we just uh, talked about recently opening. Uh, and it all is part of 50 years of Carolina fun. Right. Yeah, it's just such a good park. Great history. Great story. Only theme park in two states. Right. And truly, you know, it's all about, you know, embracing like North Carolina and South Carolina and the new land, Aeronautica Landing, just kind of further fuels that idea of its origins and whatnot. So I was excited when I heard they were going to be adding come June. A um, They don't really do nightly fireworks there. Mm-hmm. It's only been for like special occasions and whatnot. So they're going to be adding a fireworks and drone show. I think it's yes. June 17th. Uh, and I love a good drone fireworks theme park show. Yes, it is called 50 Nights of Fire. Um, and they are calling it, quote, a scrapbook of memories featuring some of the greatest moments of Carowind's dedication to fun, thrills, and entertainment, which sure sounds like a uh, a Carowind's equivalent of uh, Disneyland's Remember Fireworks from the 50th anniversary, yes. which yes. is probably my uh-huh. all-time favorite. Um, yeah, it, it's going to kick off on June 17th and go nightly through August 6th. Um, so that's a nice upgrade from when they only uh, used to do it on uh, select holidays. Right. Um, and they- tapping into their roots. So the Carowinds Theater, which they do, like they'll have like bands come and perform, whatnot. It, I didn't know this, but it originally was the Midway Magic House. Yes. So they're going to be bringing some magic back to the Carowinds Theater. Yes, Brad Ross, international star illusionist. Uh, He's going to be entertaining guests inside the theater. He's got a comedy magic show, and that is going to be running on select days from the 17th through August 6th. Yes, very, very cool. Uh, And then this is exciting, too. Their 50th anniversary street party. There's going to be a ton of live music. I love when they have their parades. It's just, it's a really, really good. And uh, I'm excited for this one. And this one is going to uh, perform from June 10th through August 13th on select nights. And that just kind of winds around the park. Yep. And uh, that happens during the daytime and then hang around uh, a little later. uh, There is plenty of live music happening. Um, They've got retro spec debuting on June 10th. Um, They've got the Swell Tones with uh, Top 40 hits starting on May 27th. And then uh, the 325s, who are named after the Fury 325 roller coaster, uh, rock in the 90s uh, later in the season. Right. And then, of course, all their festivals and whatnot will be back. So they have mm-hmm. Grand Carnival, which is a food and music festival that will come back starting in the end of June. Uh, obviously, the Great Pumpkin Fest, so cute with Snoopy. Yes. And then Scarewinds, which last year was one of my favorite haunt events. I am so excited. We ended up buying the gold annual pass for Carowinds, and uh-huh. that includes unlimited Scarewinds. And I didn't know that. I was just looking it up this morning. I was like, I wonder if there's a Scarewinds pass, you know, like Knott's has done in the past. Uh-huh. So I will be going. You don't need it. No. You already got it. 
good deal. <laughs> and then the year wraps up with Winterfest. Uh, that is uh, holiday lights and a parade on select nights uh, from November 20th through January 1st. Um, and, uh, you know, we can't forget about Aeronautica. That's the new mm -hmm. uh, land that just launched that we have talked about before. Um, they've got some pretty good admission deals. Uh, it starts at only 40 bucks and they've got uh, season passes starting at 109. That's a lot cheaper than uh, just one day at a, at a uh, Orlando park. Oh, yeah. So um, this is all uh, kicking off. Also, I'm sorry, uh, Carolina Harbor, which is the water park mm -hmm. next door, that kicks off their season on May 26th. Um, so we've got tours of the new area. We've got videos in the new area. Check all of that out on our website and YouTube. Yes, I got to have a drink at Terminal A, which is the new oh, yes. uh, craft beer bar inside Aeronautica Landing. Mm -hmm. I'm not really like a beer person, mm -hmm. but I've learned so much about Carolina breweries from visiting Carowinds because they source all their drinks and continually change the menus from local breweries. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying like, you know, like going outside my comfort zone, trying like IPAs that I wouldn't normally try. And they have such like most of their bars around have just a totally different, unique local craft beer menu and the aeronautical landing has that too and of course they have a little knots homage in there so it's really fun oh oh yes the uh yes i heard about that yes that's fantastic all right and we are going to wrap up our news in the queue at bush gardens tampa bay where sesame street kids weekends are returning from april 28th through may 21st yes these are really cute it included with admission. So you're not paying anything extra. They're just on the weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And what I like is each weekend is unique. So it's yes, they bring a different theme. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if you've got kids who are obsessed with Sesame Street, you can take them back uh, week after week and see something different each time. Um, you know, they, it's, they've got a brand new uh, Welcome to Our Street show. That's debuting on April 28th in the Sunny Day Theater. Um, but, uh, each weekend there's something else coming. Uh, you've got rubber ducky weekend, uh, with Bert and Ernie, um, cookie monster weekend, yes. uh, with the cookie monster, of course. Uh, and that is, uh, that's going to be a popular one. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, friendship weekend, um, is May 12th through 14th. Uh, everyday heroes celebrating folks like firefighters and nurses and doctors. Um, and uh, each of these uh, is a great opportunity to uh, meet the, the Sesame Street characters, uh, party with your furry friends, mm -hmm. um, get some treats. Uh, and an annual pass uh, is a must if you're going to go to this more than once, for sure. Oh, absolutely. And it's affordable in comparison mm -hmm. to the scope of, uh, you know, annual and season passes. Mm -hmm. um, they have a full list. Uh, we have a full list of the uh, events that they're doing on our website at attractionsmagazine.com. Or you can head on over to bushgardens.com slash Tampa. All right, that brings us to the end of this week's News in the Queue. Before we get to the main attraction, it is time for us to hear a quick word from our sponsors. 
The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. We all have our favorite places around the world. Places where we dream of being someday. Places that bring a smile to our face when we think of them. My happy place is a symbol of your strong and deep love for our location. Our magical jewelry collection is inspired by the most magical places on Earth. You can keep it a secret or tell the story behind it. A special place dear to the heart, also called our happy place. Where is your magical place? Visit our website and discover now. And you can learn more about My Happy Place Jewelry at MyHappyPlaceDesign.com and at My Happy Place Jewelry on Facebook. It's time for the main attraction! Okay, for this week's main attraction, it is the 30th anniversary of one of my favorite movies. And it's going to be celebrated at all the Universal theme parks. Yes, Jurassic Park is back. Yes, classic, rewatchable, excellent movie. Still as relevant today as it was 30 years ago, which is crazy because when you're yep. 30, it's just sounds so long ago. And, the, you know, the, the thing about that movie is the effects still hold up. There's a lot of stuff uh, from the CGI revolution of the mid-90s, late-90s. Uh, I, I'm thinking specifically of one of the mummy movies um, oh, where yeah. that, that stuff, that stuff hasn't held up well, but the dinosaurs in no. Jurassic Park still look real. They really do. It's yeah. wild. And of course there's going to be a lot coming to the parks. Uh, what I am most excited about is the return of the tribute store at Universal. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so um the uh, the tribute store uh, that uh, used to be in the New York section of Universal Studios Florida, it relocated for this Mardi Gras to the front of the park. Uh, so it gives that uh, visual merchandising team a new playground to explore. They gave us a really great Jurassic World uh, tribute store a couple of years ago. So I'm looking for them to knock it out of the park with... <sighs> Uh, this Jurassic Park tribute store. And uh, if if you know the film well, you see uh, there's currently a little Easter egg. Uh, they put a ladle in the window of the uh, tribute store while it's uh, under construction. It's going to open up in late May. But uh, if you remember the kitchen scene with the yes. velociraptors, uh, you'll recognize that ladle. Oh, yeah. I, I love this. And I'm like, did I think it was really awesome because, you know, we were in such a void period of cool theme park things like coming out of the pandemic. But I think mm -hmm. it really was, it was really one of my oh, favorite ones of the last yes. few years. Ex exceptionally well done. And um, also, you should check out if you are uh, a fan of Jurassic at uh, Universal Orlando, uh, this little video that Universal Product and Experiences released. Uh, it's a lost training video with the, uh, Mr. DNA. And some oh. lab technicians 
And uh, I'm pretty sure some of this might have been shot at the Discovery Center in Islands of Adventure. It does look like because that. Because yeah. I think I recognize some of the lab technicians in this video as people who are employed there. Yes. So uh, it's a fun little video about raptor hatching. Uh, if you have never done the raptor hatching in uh, the Discovery Center at IOA, it is definitely a hidden gem of the park. Uh, been one of those things that's been there for, since opening day, and a lot of people will never discover it. Right. Um, also, uh, merchandise is already starting to appear. We've got these 30th anniversary license plates in case you drive a Jeep. Um, and uh, also, uh, more dino merchandise is going to be coming. Uh, outside of Orlando, there are global events celebrating Jurassic Park across Europe. Uh, the National History Museum of London is doing a special pop-up store through September. Um, there's an exhibition in New Zealand and then Brisbane in, uh, and then coming and another exhibit coming to Sweden. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Right. I mean, rightfully so. 30 years is big. It's a, it's a big yeah. deal. Um, uh, and there, of course, fan conventions are going to celebrate Jurassic Park uh, in Australia, at San Diego's Comic-Con, London Comic-Con, uh, Brazil. Um, and there's also the Jurassic World exhibition on tour in Canada and Germany. Um, Very there's, cool. there's a lot of ways to celebrate. Uh, <laughs> and if you can't go to any of these locations, you are going to be finding all sorts of merchandise appearing in your local store shelves uh, and on your video game consoles. I'm kind of excited. They are releasing new Jurassic World games and also some uh, some remakes of some classic Jurassic Park games. Yes. And then if you don't want to leave your couch, you can stream <laughs> all you want to stream on Peacock, which I'm Pe excited because I have Peacock. So I'm going yeah. to do a Pe little marathon. Peacock, uh, you know, they've had the latest Jurassic World film on there for, they had it for a bit. Uh, but they are bringing back the entire original trilogy uh, plus Jurassic World uh, for streaming starting on June 1st. So uh, you can have a movie marathon at home. Mm -hmm. Very fun. I actually, that I, I don't know uh, if anyone else remembers a few years ago, they did a, uh, a 3D transfer. They, they re-released uh, the original Jurassic Park in IMAX 3D. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and that was actually one of the best 3D conversions when that really? that, that that scene when the raptor leaps straight up uh, towards the camera, uh, I, I jumped for sure. So. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, if you want more information about all the Jurassic celebrations, we have an article detailing them on our website at attractionsmagazine.com. And that is just going to about bring us to the end of yet another episode. Uh, this was a tight one. We got in and out. So Yeah, good. there wasn't was, a yeah. ton of, you yeah. know, like life-altering news. I mean, uh, we could probably uh, do another 20 or 30 minutes just talking about the teases that we've gotten in the last few days from Universal for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I'm not even going to dig into the fan-made speculation maps. Right. Uh, because well, all I know is that's I a rabbit like a hole. Casper in one of them. So Cas I was like, Casper. and maybe I'm hallucinating. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. Uh, that would that would definitely be an unexpected uh, right. addition. 
um, the yeah, there, there's, uh, if, if you want to uh, lose your mind, feel free to go to the uh, official Halloween Horror Nights YouTube channel and stare at 10 straight minutes of static trying to decipher the uh, hidden messages in there. <laughs> get, get back to us if you, uh, I don't know, discover the location of the Holy Grail. Um, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be more leaks, more teases, and uh, we will dive into them when we have a little more concrete information i'm so ready i'm like i'm in a group chat about halloween horror nights like right now so i'm like mm -hmm. i don't want to rush summer but i also do want to rush summer yeah. <laughs> get me to halloween so uh this week uh you are here we are here but next week uh, when we would usually record on may 8th uh, i believe we are going to take a little break Yep. Um, but you are going to uh, get to hear, if you didn't hear it when we did it live, uh, my interview with uh, Savannah Bone from Gatorland. She is the crocodilian enrichment expert, and uh, she's had an amazing career and has great stories. So I really encourage you to check that out. Um, and then I will personally probably maybe be absent from the one after that. Uh, oh, maybe you maybe you can yes. recruit Theron or, or someone yes. to sub for me uh, because the Orlando International Fringe Theater Festival is kicking off in a little under two weeks. And that is going to uh, completely take over my life. But there are some great theme park related shows uh, at the festival this year. And uh, I encourage you to check it out. Um, okay, that uh, will just about bring us to the end. But before we go, I want to thank our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, as well as my Happy Place Jewelry. And I want to remind you, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify. If you want to find more from us and Attractions Magazine on the interweb, you can find me at the UG Series on Twitter, at the Unofficial Guides on Instagram, and at theunofficialguides.com. Carly, where can everyone find you? Yes, I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and Instagram at Adventures by Carly. And you can find the entire Attractions Magazine team here for you 24-7, attractionsmagazine.com, at Attractions on Twitter, at Attractions Magazine on Instagram, at youtube.com slash Attractions Magazine, and at Attractions on TikTok. And until next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun, and we will see you next time. Bye.